Welcome to the American and the Immigrant Podcast. I'm Cameron. And I'm BK. All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, we got a fresh new lineup today. Some hot topics. And then we got a... Hot sauce! Hot, hot sauce. Hot topics. Rolling through. <laughs> First clip. You know, I was just watching, going through the internet. And this is something local, a little more uh, near, dear to our community. It's up here in Gettysburg. And it was about a little girl. The video was about a girl that was just so disturbing because like she just, it's a young girl named Angela uh, Stephanie Vasquez. And she is seen on Snapchat on her video um, recording herself prior to her receiving a brand new car, like enjoying her, uh, I guess, moment, you know? And I looked up this car, dude. I looked up this car, is it Toyota? It's a $49,000 car. First of all, where did, she's 25. Yeah. <laughs> How you afford that? Your credit 720? Your credit 800? <laughs> At 25, yeah, that makes At no 25, sense. At 25, bro. <laughs> At 25, how did you afford a $49,000 car? But, you know, just doing a little digging, just doing a little digging, just doing, you know, a little research. Yeah. It was like a, like a Supra or something, right? A or, Supra, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and super fast, and it was yellow, and it was fresh, right? And then... I went and looked up her record because immediately they had a picture of her, of her mugshot. So we're like, hold up. <laughs> How do you have a mugshot already at the age of 25? And what are you doing? Like, yeah. hold up. Who is this chick, right? Prior to this, August, August uh, 6th or something, she has a gun charge. Oh. He has a a, a, a legal a, a legal possession of a gun charge and a DUI charge in Silver Spring, right? So she a little wild child, wild child. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. And then she had a court date this past Thursday for that DUI. So she was living on that reckless life, right? And then I'm thinking. It was a passenger that uh, passed away with her. Well, right? well, you should probably say exactly what happened first. Like you didn't you okay. kind of gloss over. Sorry, I, I just veered off into the back of the story because looking into the story it was just crazy. Because this girl, right after she received her new forty nine thousand dollar car, she got on the highway on uh, Muddy Branch Road uh, eastbound, and she collided with uh, a car that she completely like destroyed and they in the accident uh unfortunately died her and the uh, passenger that seat 35 year old gentleman from Rockville he also passed in in that accident um but the people that they hit uh luckily didn't pass but they were in serious uh, serious conditions mm-hmm. and i reached out to you because you're in that community and i thought you had heard of it and all this about like how fast things went from her passing away and then everything just being online where I like am in fast time and like mm-hmm. right there, I was right. watching her Snapchat. I was watching it on the news and I'm listening, to, I'm reading about it on yeah. Uh, yeah. MSM. So it was just crazy how fast these informations are coming out and just like, just the whole situation just let me just, it, it opened up in what world we live in today, you know? Yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, so the, that that intersection where it happened is like, um, I mean, honestly, it's it's like a, a, a minute 
from like where I live. No I way. go, I, I take that intersection sometimes. No way. Um, and so like, I know it, I know exactly where it is. Like I, oh I know the, the light and everything. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Like it was, it was ridiculous. Like the, the car was going so fast. That, and they didn't like, say how fast it's going. They still haven't said how fast the car was going. Uh, but like reports from like the the police and stuff said that like debris had flown like from the crash, uh, like sixty feet or something Dude, like, the into another yard. The, the engine yeah. had left the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It jumped out. And then yeah. It had like flew something some yeah. some distance. Like it was ended up in somebody's like yard or like a yard Correct. somewhere. Correct. Um yeah, I know like so you you asked me if like I had heard of it and then and actually like my wife had told me about it cuz she actually takes that a lot. Right. Cuz she goes that way a lot like right. for work and things. Right. Uh and I was just like you know like I I was sort of like I was a flippant. I was like a little angry. You, <laughs> you know cuz like so like here's the deal like it's you know like these cars and shit like I get it like it's 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 cool and like it's interesting and like it's just fun like it's supposed to be like this fun car but the problem i have with it is like that shit like this these streets aren't like the race like they ain't like a no. racing arena you know what but i mean the like the worst part is the worst part is it's apparently it's a new uh tiktok challenge right and that's what i'm telling you like all this shit is just like it it just kind of boggles my mind because like i get it she's young like we all make mistakes man like i you know i'm not here to like <laughs> Tell her she's like a shit show, but like that shit's preventable, dude. Like that is preventable. Completely. Completely preventable. And, and like, I've had like, basically I've had enough of that shit, like growing up. So like I grew up with family members who just loved motorcycles, like diehard motorcycles. Like my aunt and uncle, they literally almost died on a motorcycle. They were hospitalized for like, for like three weeks, major surgeries. Um, They both made it. Uh, But like, you know, everyone's like, oh, yeah, like, that's crazy. Like, you're going to, you're probably not going to ride motorcycles anymore. I'm like, no, yeah, we, we will. We still love it. We enjoy right. it. And it's just like, what the, like, I don't get that mentality, I guess. Cause it's like, you know, for their children, I know their kids. Like, I know they're my cousins. Right. They were like absolutely in like freaking in like tatters when that happened, right? They thought right. both their parents were dead, dude. Like, they literally thought their parents were dead. <sighs> you know, so it's like one of those things, like, I just kind of, I have no like patience for that shit. Like it just kind of look. I understand, but makes like, me angry. I, I understand the like you know I mean her these 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 situations where you're young and all that. We're young. We're all young, but don't let your recklessness put me and my and mm. our safety in danger. Whatever you decide to do with your life, go ahead, but don't put the rest of us in danger. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Don't put the rest of us in your reckless behavior. And in, in costly, and I've done. I, 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 I'm not innocent. I've I've driven drunk and I've driven drunk before, and I've, that in itself is causing and putting other people at harm. You know what I mean? And I completely understand. This is not a laughing situation, but come on, guys, we got to do better. And younger people, we got to do better when it comes to these new challenges. You know what I mean? Like. How many, let's do, let's come up with new challenges. How many push-ups can you do with one hand? How many uh, backflips can you do? Um, but let's not put each other or your life or yeah. my life in harm's way for some fucking views. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, let's have like, <laughs> let's have a challenge that would have like a positive consequence. <laughs> not a, I totally agree. Not negative you. consequences, yeah. You know. I, I completely agree with you. Um, and like, you know, like, so, you know, just continuing on that theme of like young people. 
<laughs> so you sent me like this video and also like a, a new a, a news article from Vice, uh, Vice News, right. um, about the is it Boogaloo? The Boogaloo boys. Boogaloo boys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know, I, I whatever, good brand. Militia groups, dude. Yeah. Like, so dude. it's a militia group, yeah. So it's like this militia group. It seems like it's mostly it's weird because it's kind of like it's run by this younger person or like sort of started by this younger guy. Um, I think he's like in his early twenties, right? He's pretty young, right? Um, but basically, it's like this freedom-loving, like sort of, you know, they say it's not like about race and white supremacy, but everybody in the group is white. Like most of the people in the group are white. I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm gonna throw that out there. Um, and they all they all arm themselves, and and like basically their whole thing is like, look, like we're basically anti-government. Anytime the government's going to try to impose their will, like we're going to be there. We're going to support the people who are like uh, protesting or whatever. Who the people who are like pr protesting, fighting government oppression. That's like their whole thing. Right. Uh, but it's let in some like you know, racist, anti-cop, anti. It, it gets it gets dicey on like, like where the line is drawn. So yeah, yeah. and 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 I like it's so weird how. I'm just like when you see when you see these kids with like AKs, and we do I do mean fucking kids with the mm. AK-47. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. and being out there at a protest, whether you're there to do whatever you do, it's your position again. But again, going back to that topic of harming other people, like why are you in the protest with guns? Why don't you just go protest? Why are you why, why are you escalating the situation by bringing a, a tactical gear and all this SWAT military weaponry that is so unnecessary but intimate, trying to intimidate one another? Yeah. And whether you're wearing an Hawaiian shirt to make yourself cool, bro, I don't give a fuck. You're still whack, and you shouldn't bring any type of escalation to a situation that's already about to like boil over. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think by you uh, claiming self-libertarian or nor uh, I know my constitutions and said my Second Amendment. Go do that over there. Go do that like in in a manner where it's controlled in an environment where you know you understand every. Does everybody know that? Like, there's a the video he sent out was like him being showing that they know they're responsible gun users and they yeah. know they're tactically trained, but. Every soldier could tell you that when at the moment of when you have to pull the gun, when your blood pressure is increased, when the sweat is dripping down, when the escalation goes, like the example, yeah. and that happened in Wisconsin with Kyle, uh, I, I forgot his last name. That's uh, yeah. Rittenhouse. That people, Rittenhouse. Yeah. yeah. And going out there and shooting, and he even had the cops approach them and tell them, hey, we, we're proud of you guys. Thanks for helping. Like, guys, D, let's let's can we turn it down? Like let's let's take this notch. Yeah, yeah. I think I think like I told you. I think when you sent me the story, like my exact thoughts were like he he just seemed like especially the leader because he talks a lot and they interview yeah. him a lot for the piece. Yeah, and he just seems like very um, lost and confused and 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 it's weird because he's he he like uh, he he like conveys this confidence right like yeah. he knows what he's yeah. talking about and he, he like this dude is 23 he's yeah he's young but you can you can tell though like you can see it like you can see little cracks yeah. in in his like confidence armor 
And like, it, it, you're right. It's just, it's just this weird thing where it almost is like more of the belonging. It's more yeah. of the, like the group, the, um, the, the brotherhood, the, the, yeah. Like the, just like that feeling of just belonging. Being accepted and having me, Oh, you're the guy, you yeah. know? Yeah. And how much is he leaning into that? And how much is that is actually him? Yeah. As a 23 year old, you being accepted and older people even looking at you as, as like a leader. You're like, Oh, yeah. But, but then there's other, there was like, they, they talked to an older gentleman, like who owns like a farm and he's like, he's basically saying, you know, he's weak wise. He's wizened old guy. He's like, we need to bring it, you know, we need to take it down. Like we can't show up with like loaded weaponry and like SWAT. And he's like literally saying the opposite kind of of what, you know, the, the whole group is doing. And I am totally with that guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah. totally with It's like, that. you need to let that guy be your leader. Probably sure. not the 22 year old who's, you know, still trying to figure rage out. Rage. And now, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Testosterone is kicking in. And now yeah. you got a gun and now you got people, you checking people's guns. And so you, you feel some kind of authority level. Yeah. Like, bro, you need to go sit down meditate hit this j relax get some pussy like fuck relax man yeah well that might be part of the problem man that you're right that might be part of the problem you don't know how to kick back you know you know what i'm saying clean out your gut bacterial stop eating burgers like you know what i'm saying put some biodiversity in your stomach put some happiness in your life get yourself biodiversity you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do something because whatever you're doing to your body is so toxic yeah. and it's coming out your pores and it's just like, yeah. whoa. And I, I, I just, I was just like, and it's just, it, it's and like you said, it, it, it feels like a lonely guy. Yeah. Just, I just, yeah, I feel like, you know, like I think it's all bullshit, but I also kind of feel like, you know, a little bit of like empathy because I'm like, yeah, you know, shit. Like, feel empathy, bro. You like, you, you know, the guy, the, the guy's looking to, you know, he wants a group. He needs yeah. someone to friend. He needs friends to lean on, and he needs like to express himself. And like this is allowing him to do that, but he he's just not channeling it like correctly. Yeah. And so, so I hope we hope uh, these situations don't escalate. But speaking of escalation, these wildfires in California, bro, and then now spreading to Oregon. Jeez, Louise! Like, yeah. And it started off of a. Uh, 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 what is it called? A baby reveal? Uh, gen- gender reveal. A gender reveal. Well, I don't. I don't know if like the everything, but there was like a major fire that for sh- like definitely started. Uh, yeah, from like pyrotechnics or fireworks, basically uh, at a gender reveal party, which is also just completely stupid. Why would you do it? <laughs> <laughs> Even did you see that? Even like the 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 woman credited with starting the gender reveal uh like party or gender yeah. reveal thing. Yeah. Even she's like, what the fuck is going on? Like stop. Just stop, stop. it. <laughs> you know? And that's yeah. and then that's totally understandable because like who would have thought that plus a lightning storm plus half of the freaking state, the coastline being on fire? Like and then with 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 this summer just being so dry and not getting a lot of rain and just that just catching. It's just, it's just scary where our world is going, you know what I mean? Especially with the environmental. Yeah. Like, I would like a little bit more. Like, I understand that some, some of the wildfires help with nature because they get rid of, like, sure. uh, 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 the old trees and that and turns into fertilizer to grow. And yep. I get that cycle. But this just seems scary when every news report that you're listening to is, I've never seen this before. I've never heard this before. I've never seen this kind of magnitude. And it's just like, 
have you have we not before or is this just them hyperbolically just talking no i mean it's you know they've ever since they've been recording these things they haven't been this bad and and that's and look like i think like the one side who sort of denies climate change is like oh look now they're blaming this on climate change like climate change is just doing everything it's leading to fires and flooding like and it's like no like <laughs> look like it's drier like that's just a fact yeah. it's yeah. drier there's yeah. higher winds yeah and when all of that mixes together with like what you said it's like a normal process right like there's lightning strikes that hit forests yeah. and, and 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 all the time but you're able to like at least control them or they'll burn themselves out you know before they basically i, I like the what was it like three it's like something ridiculous like four hundred thousand acres or something crazy you know so it's like um think about all the people that have been like displaced from that too but no i mean and i just it just drives me crazy when like people try to you know act as if like <laughs> we're making this into political issue like wildfires that shouldn't be a political issue well it is if like we actively need to do something you know to prevent these from getting worse in the future right like Completely. that's an action that we can take Completely. now 100% but instead we're just all kind of like arguing about whether or not a problem exists and you know with with new understanding that these are reoccurring things are we going to continuously build new housing there are we going to rebuild in those communities if that's a continuously firely fire zone area mm -hmm. where it gets harder for rescuers to come in those areas and help where instead of standing here and creating a border now they have to worry about evacuation and trying to save people and put out that fire so yeah, yeah. do you like do you think with is that even a possibility do like but you know knowing california is just it's such a divided state in itself with with oregon um with oregon uh being a completely different state and having their liberal views and then with california where you have like orange county where it's a republican kind of territory and then you have where you're la where you're a liberal but they're in the down valley so they don't know what's going on all the way up in the countries so yeah, yeah. it's like that political environment slash what's what's with mother nature not giving a fuck about our views and not giving a fuck about what time we're going to decide to do this it's just so hard to see a very a good ending out of this you know yeah no i mean i think to answer your first question really just quickly to finish up yeah. like i yeah i don't i don't think there are going to be areas that um will be livable i mean actually there's even modeling like that's suggested like recently i think there's like a big study with like journalists and scientists and basically they said like at by 2050 ish um there's gonna be like roughly close to 20 percent of like the land on the yeah. planet is uh inhospitable to uh to human to human beings 20 percent yeah and so they're predicting like basically a mass uh migration of these areas yeah. because people just you can't grow food there whether it's from flooding whether it's from fires whether it's from drought um there's just there's just going to be uh such hostile conditions that you just serve you can't really survive right so like why you can't live there you can't live there if you can't if you no. can't build a home if you can't like you know uh, uh subsist so um no i think i think that's definitely gonna happen and then the other thing you're pointing to is like you're right this is happening in like liberal states and everyone's sort of just like it's a like they kind of just put the blame on that but 
This is a global problem, right? Like it affects everything that everybody else does, affects different parts of the world. Absolutely. There's nothing, there's no way to change that. We're all connected. connected. (laughs) We we all share the planet. I mean, (laughs) there's not really, we can't just like, you know, ship California somewhere up north and like let it, you know, cool down. So, uh, <laughs> um, I wish so, it was that easy. Cam. I wish, I dude. Was like, that maybe, maybe that's a solution. I don't know. I don't know. But you know, with all the ganja smoking out there, they probably burn the fucking equator. Just melt that. Yeah, just, melt it down. <laughs> yeah. They should just make Stay it like here. a haze cloud to like protect themselves. Yeah, yeah. Here. I like that. Like a purple cloud. Just kinda... a purple cloud. A purple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's wrapping up for the hot topics of the week. Um, so with this week, we're dividing it. We're, we're going to go into a little bit more um, uh, somewhat personal for me and uh, a, a deeper topic on uh, does politics belong in sports or, or should it even be in sports? Yeah. You know? and uh, breaking that down. So what do you think, Cam? Um, well, I will say, like, first of all, like, it's just, it's kind of a weird thing to say uh, because you you see a lot of protests, like, in the NBA and the NFL, and a lot of people uh, sort of react to it, um, you know, saying, like, things like, you know, shut up or just play football, just play basketball. Like, you don't need to, you know, bring your personal views into it. But it's just one of those really weird things because politics has basically infected like every part of our lives at this point, right? I mean, we're inundated with uh, social media that's constantly like hitting us with like campaign ads or like issues that are supposed to matter to us based off of like Facebook, some um, artificial intelligence algorithms. Right. Um, and so I don't know. I think honestly, like the question to me just because I was thinking about it uh, this week. Um, and it's the question of just like that idea of like, remove your, remove like how you interact with the world, right? (laughs) Like your, your ethical, moral sort of compass, remove that from like your job. And it's, it's like, I don't know that we, we don't really ask that of anybody else. Like you don't ask the guy in accounting, like, you know, to keep his mouth shut on social issues. Right. You don't ask the the you know the the like the hairstylist to like stop you know keep his mouth shut if he can't talk about <laughs> like right. non right. you know non-politic non-social issues um so i i will say that it's just it seems like a, a an odd thing to even like sort of question at this point but the other thing is like i think it's working and i'm i am obviously for it because i think i you're seeing all the changes that just happened this year right Right. I mean, like, look at the look at the way the NFL did like a complete 180 degree turn on the, the protest and look at what what happened here locally in Washington. The pressure came. Right. And Washington changed their football, their name. They got rid of Redskins. Um, and so I just I think like it's it's actually good. It's helping. It seems to be to be forcing the change that people have been like pushing for, for really long absolutely. time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I, and I agree. I agree with you. Like, does it belong in sports? I think it's been entrenched in it since the beginning from Jackie Robinson to Muhammad Ali, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to Jim Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the name of these individuals that I just named and who have revolutionized the sports from the beginning, 
you know, uh, single-handedly. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar could have been the, the, the Kobe Bryant of his time. But because of his opinion, he took, got sidelined. Muhammad Ali took against the Vietnam War and got sidelined for five years and wasn't able to feed his family because of that. And so Jackie Robinson, you know what I mean? So the, the uh, I think, does it belong in politics? Or does sports, or does politics belong in sports? I completely believe it does. And I'm, and to only people that didn't agree with that or who had some kind of objection to that has always been old white people. It's always been old white men. Nobody gave a fuck about it unless they objected. Until you objected, everybody just watched it and said, you could have just nodded your head and just, and just kept it moving, but you had to say something. Mm. And so that retaliation is just going back into the human nature of not being suppressed. You can't suppress the human nature. You can't suppress the human soul. You know, you could put on your foot on the physical neck of somebody for a period of time, but the spirit of the people is always going to bring, is always going to bring change. Yeah. Whether you hit that bottom line, which technically is always has been the way to change the views of these people is that bottom line. Yeah. The Washington didn't change their Redskins mm-hmm. name because <laughs> anything else, but advertisers pulling out yep. with Nike pulling out with Pepsi, with FedEx now willing, uh, threatening to change their name, pulling their name out of their stadium. Now it's yeah. like, ah, oh. and just for him to be a dick, he didn't change. He didn't keep it. <laughs> he didn't change it. He didn't give it a new name because he didn't want to. He wanted to be a dick. Yeah. You know, Dan Snyder wanted to be a dick. And so he said, you know what? Washington. I'm going to give you the Washington team. You can't Washington keep football it. team. Washington football team? Really? No mascot? <laughs> really? You're a dick, bro. Yeah. But I get it. I get it. It's your team. If you own it, you could do whatever you want with it. But clearly, the systematic time of our of our life hasn't been enough where black billionaires there are enough black billionaires to build and put their money together to buy a team how many nfl owners are white i mean black yeah i'll lot. wait <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean yep so so how many nba owners michael and yeah. he's the partial you know, you know so, they're also saying that uh, someone called out, like, why do we still call them like owners? Yeah, I mean, you own it, you know I guess. But like in other, you know, in other sports, they're like, you know, general managers or like, or, yeah. uh, you know, whatever. Like they don't use that like term owner. Like, but the thing in, is, like, if owning... I own something, I'm going to say I own it. I'm going to be honest with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, I'm the, if I own a football team, I'm the owner. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, 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 maybe, maybe. If I own it, if I earn $2 billion, though, and I own it, I'm going to say I own it. I don't care what you guys say. But the other topics of, of being such um, adversarial to these changes, mm. it just makes me feel like, you know, you 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 know these they don't mean bad. You know these men, especially when the seeing the Kansas Chief uh, players and the Texans players come out there and lock hands. You know the first game of the NFL yeah. football team. It's awesome. So inspiring, right? Yeah. And then JJ Redick is being asked about it on uh, the uh, 
so broadcast afterwards. And he's like, do you know why they were booing? He's like, I don't know why they were booing. I don't know why they were booing. You know, what's his name? Um, and he really said that he didn't know why he didn't know why they were booing. And I mean, he, come on. Come on, you know <laughs> Come on, JJ. Hey, I forgot. Uh, and, this, see, this and isn't that like proving their point in, in a way, right? Like they're, right? They, right? they still can't even like say it. Like yeah. even admitting to it is like too far, right? Like they're yeah. like, oh, oh like, we have to admit that they're like angry that a bunch of black people are like interrupting <laughs> our entertainment. Not, How dare they? Bro, it's not you that's doing it. I understand if you were the perpetrator. I get it. Say no. But you don't know. That's not you. So why are you so against the cause? Why are you against such a positive movement for to make all of us a better individuals? Even you as a person of authority, you could be inspiration. You could be inspired by this movement. You could be inspired by this kind of unity and bring that into your life and apply that into your life and apply that into your co-works, into your uh, uh, work environment. But instead, having that bitterness, I just don't understand where you can't grow as indiv individuals and challenge yourself from, maybe let me just stop what I'm thinking and see, what are they talking about? Yeah. Let me just look at the data or let me just look at the research or let me just look at what they're just saying. Is what they're saying true? Is by by the population number? Are they do they have a point? Yeah. And if you just give it a chance, I think it, it, I think there it's like from remember Jesse Owens. Jesse Owens was an African American uh, Olympic runner in the 1936 Olympic um, Olympics, yeah. and Hitler had hosted that Olympics to make himself as an arrival to the world that I arrived. And the Olympic Committee and the Olympics have always played a critical role in uh, showing the sovereign of a country. If they show up in your state, oh, they are official. Iraq has done it, every country, Russia has done it. Russia spent about $60 billion of their country's money for the, what, 2012 Olympics? And almost bankrupted the country. Yeah. China did the same thing. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's like a lot of stories of um it like basically is such a like they go in debt so far in debt to like build so all the facilities and yeah, yeah, yeah. Even in Brazil, look how much favelas yeah. they've destroyed when I went But anyway, to don't mean to like digress, but no 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 but that's what thing the Olympics of, of, of them Olympics is a sport as well as an organization have a role in how they influence the politics of that individual country, right? And when Jesse Owens won, and Jesse Owens, he was running against a uh, a German uh, a German uh, runner who Hitler had praised as the guy who's gonna show off the Olympics. And Jesse, eat <laughs> that booty, spanked him, right? First and second were black men, and they raised yep. a power fist to show. And to just make a mockery. And they had to run out of that stadium. They had to oh, run yeah. out of that Yeah. And Jesse, Jesse, uh, uh, the guy who ran with Jesse, the guy who came in second place, the second place, he won the Olympic silver medal. And he died as a janitor of, uh, of a, a high school. Because he won second place. We know Jesse Owens' name. We don't know this guy's name. And he was still that much... 
Imagine, um, and then he came back to this country and he, keep, he was a janitor. Just because he was black. And that lets you know what he was fighting, what that meant. I'm still fighting. He came back as an Olympic gold and silver medalist and he was still treated as just an average human being and as an average individual and got sent into a, a, a endless career. And this is what they're fighting for, for those who don't understand. Yeah. An opportunity to move forward in life for an opportunity to speak and be, be heard. Yeah, beautifully put and like a good point, right? Like, you're right. Like, so in that Olympics, that was their like F you to the power, right? right? That was their, this is us showing you that like we have overcome your bullshit power. And, and I think you look at it now, right? Like these, <laughs> these athletes are like what, let's say like red blooded white Americans. Um, these, these are like, they're literally upholding Americans. Huh? Is there blue blooded Americans? I don't know. Red, like <laughs> old white people. Let's just, you said it. Like, let's just, yes. let's just say <laughs> what it specific. is. Old angry. Like, this is exactly what they uh, talk about constantly. Right. Yeah. Self-made people working their ass off, getting, you know, earning their own success. These athletes are literally you, people who have like worked their asses off. Epitome. They've gotten this, this, achieved this great success money status uh power really yeah way and worse and they're still like fighting to like be heard and taken seriously like it's it's, 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 that's so insane to think about but 100 bro like they have so much power now like you know considering like historically right like you're like you're talking like like Jim Crow era. They, but they not had, like, even nothing. just in a short amount of period of time, from like the late yeah. players in the seventies to now. Yeah, yeah, and it's still and and then like for people just to like not <laughs> like let that penetrate is just uh, it, sometimes it's like just mind boggling to me because it's like um, they they've literally done what you've harped on <laughs> for like I don't know centuries at this point I, I don't know like at least at least fifty years and and they still can't get the respect. If the so respect that, from you, yeah. So that makes me question that step back, right? That step back, what you just said. When you say that step back and look, right? So if you're refusing to take a step back and look, I'm only going to interpret it in two ways, right? You're refusing to step back because you don't agree or you're refusing to step back because you think you're right. Yeah. And that doesn't leave a very, like no room for you and I to have a dialogue. Right. If you don't understand it, that's one thing. But today you can't say you don't understand. No. <laughs> no ignorance. So that means work. it's one of the two. Yeah. That defense doesn't work anymore. You're right. And so because of that, it just makes it so hard. But I understand that we, I, I, I cannot not have this dialogue. This dialogue must be had. And this dialogue must be had at a very lower octave. You know, we got to have this at a, without the guns, without the AK-47s. <laughs> right. You know? So literally what they're doing in sports. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> de-escalate the situation. You know, I'm totally with the NBA letting players uh, write the. Yeah. You know. Oh, I say more, more, but, more. But, Do more. I say more politics you know? in sports. And the, the Black Lives Matter written on the NBA court. Go NBA. Go for it. Go, go for, for it. it. Do go but, crazy. But don't don't play with my intelligence neither. You know. When when the uh, member of uh, the Rockets, the Rockets um, uh, general manager uh, tweeted out in the support of the Hong Kong uh, protests that were happening mm. a few years ago, NBA came down on him like mm-hmm. a ton of bricks and told him even LeBron was talking about, uh, yo, he should shut up. He shouldn't say nothing. So don't have this conscious when it benefits you and don't have this conscious when it doesn't benefit you don't do that big flip-flopping yeah thing and that just makes their message as not um validity and as it doesn't give it validity you know what i mean and and i, I think being conscious of that if that's what you're going to do if you're going to be a jim brown stand there and yeah. take the consequences but if you're going to be michael jordan be michael jordan just do your thing get your money and then later down, if you want to be a philanthropist and you want to give your money uh, 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 to make people forget about how fucked up you were in the past, hey, that's your role. That's your individual propaganda. That's your individual uh, uh, right as well. But just understand that everything has uh, consequences. And we all just want to say just politics and sports are so intertwined that I don't think you can't separate those two, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't really think <laughs> at this point it's like impossible to even really. I mean, I do think there should be like some separation, but it's, at this point, it's just part of our lives, man. Agree, like, agree. And and with the moment that we're in, with the social justice movement, and with the police brutality, like the it just we just need change, and like this is a way that we demand it. We yeah. we we're not going to you know they shouldn't have to shut up. No one should have to shut up at this at this moment in history, especially if I've earned it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 exactly. 100%. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, uh, that'll do it for this episode. You know, appreciate it again. Thanks for listening. You know, stay safe, everyone. And uh, we'll catch you. We'll catch you next time. New episodes coming out next week. Holla! <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not live, so oh, nobody is like actually going to know. What... I know. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> You gotta keep the flame alive, though. You gotta keep okay, the flame okay. alive. All right, that's true. That's true. Live. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks again. Thanks uh, again, guys. Yeah. Bye.